Time podcast. Thanks for joining us. Um, today we wanted to talk a bit about investing in our minds, uh, why that's important, and also share a bit about our own experiences with this uh, and and what we've kind of do done to to do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just diving into this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, why is it important for us to even um, consider investing into our minds, or what does it mean to invest into our minds? Mm. So yeah, we were just talking about before, like when we were raised as kids, uh, we yeah cope with different situations, um, especially negative or stressful situations in um, yeah like s- different ways cope yeah different ways that maybe at times were not too like healthy. Mm-hmm. For example, like if I got a hiding, I would have a lot of self like negative talk. I would get angry, um, impatient. And yeah, I would kind of like bottle it in. Mm. And so, as an adult, if you do the same thing, and it affects your relationships, it can affect your life, and yeah, just a lot of um, different things you have to work through in your in your mind. Eh? And how about for you? Like, what are some of the things that you had to go through as a kid, or that you learned looking back? Um. Yeah. Like I think growing up. Um, yeah, I didn't. Oh, I think. Yeah, I did get hidings too, but I don't think the hidings... I didn't really care for the hidings. Yeah. It was more so about um, the talk, like the way my parents would talk mm-hmm. to me, would stick with me. And so it really molded my brain to thinking that I was less than and that um, I wasn't worthy of things. Or I just really had low self-esteem because of the way my parents spoke to me. Mm-hmm. And... And that's the same thing as even though me and my siblings all grew up in the same household, mm. we all took different experiences from it. Like, I know that some of my siblings don't even care. Like, it's it's really up to you as an individual and how your brain forms and how you um, learn to cope with things. And so the way I coped with things was I used to just internalize those emotions. And instead of getting angry at people, I would get angry at myself. And mm. I would always blame myself if something went wrong. Mm-hmm. So as a child, when my parents were having problems, I would blame myself. And going into adulthood, when you would, like when something would be bad between you and I, mm-hmm. it may not even be my fault, but I internalize it and say it's my fault. Yeah. And so for the for many years, I've always just blamed myself for things. So that's kind of how my mind has worked for the longest time. Yeah, and that's like, obviously it's not, a healthy way to be because like we've spoken about before like with, with your depression and, and things like that that would have added to to that eh? yeah definitely yeah. and i think um i remember like i think we were talking about it yesterday we talked about how uh yeah growing up your parents always want the best for you and mm. and that's that's it like my parents even though they weren't perfect they've done everything that they could have done um, to make a better life for me but I don't think we emphasize it enough that giving your children a better life doesn't necessarily just mean that they are more monetarily more well off than you mm. and it doesn't and it shouldn't it shouldn't just mean that they become I don't know their careers are a lot more established than than mm. we are but instead 
we need to kind of focus in on raising mentally healthy children mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah and children that know how to communicate and cope because mm-hmm. like obviously we know life is really difficult and i just had a conversation with my dad because growing up we used to get hidings like if there was a stain on our clothes or if we spilled something like there was no explaining yourself it was more you just got a hiding my mm-hmm. dad was always angry but then actually talking to him today and like learning about more about how his he was raised by a single mother um, by my nana who would do the same thing you know like she was very particular and obviously she had to look after four kids um while working it's very stressful and so the way that like the way that he kind of was taught and disciplined he did the same thing to me and then i also found myself doing that to my kids my boys and like realizing that that yeah that's not a really good way to be and like trying to fix it it's not like a good cycle no it's not a good cycle at all and yeah i think i'm trying to get better at that um through you know like working on my mind and my emotions and not just being triggered like if they spill their drink just automatically angry Mm -hmm. like why am i getting angry yeah but i think at the same time it takes a lot as a parent, you've got to step back mm. and actually be a lot more conscious of what you're doing. Yeah, like, true. Sometimes I think we, we just live every day like this is just what I do. This is how I discipline my kids. This mm. is what I do when my kids do this. And you need to kind of pull yourself up about it. Like, why am I angry? Yeah. Why am I like this? Why am I reacting like this to a two-year-old? And so you've got to reflect on it in order for you to actually know that what is going on in my brain? Yeah. Like, and that's and it's not until you get to that point that you can realize that you've actually brought all these things from your childhood mm-hmm. and these learned behaviors from your own home that you probably promised yourself you'd never do ever ever do when you mm-hmm. grow up and become a parent but it just so happened that it yeah that our minds just react that way mm. and i think a lot of time because we don't we're always living in the past or we live in the future mm-hmm. and so when you actually learn to become present like present to the situation present to how you're feeling then you learn you can yeah change your behavior mm-hmm. um like for example the other day when eto he he i had i did his black breakfast um i think you're sleeping and he <laughs> he was like eating then he stood up and like he spilled his milk on the ground and he like he straight away he started like crying but he wasn't like crying crying i think he just like that was his reaction because he thought that i was gonna give him a hiding like not to give him a hiding and instead of getting angry with him i just yeah like pause in that moment and i realized oh he just he just all he did was spill his milk like it's the end of the world yeah. so i just like here help me clean it up and then he just went on his merry way like he was happy after that mm-hmm. instead of maybe before i would have just snapped for no kind of reason yeah other than the fact like you said oh that's how i deal with these situations mm-hmm. like oh yeah and i remember i think when you knew you were telling me about that i told you it's so weird that we react like that to young children yeah. but when a grown adult who knows not to be clumsy or like when they do it we don't even we don't yell at them if yeah. i spilled milk you wouldn't yell at me no. so why are we yelling at these children who are still learning their motor skills who yeah. are still yeah sometimes they react on their emotions mm-hmm. but they're not a grown adult to you know for us to be treating them like that yeah. if we're not going to treat an adult like that why are we treating our kids like that yeah, exactly. I think a good example was the other day when I was listening to Eto, mm. and then he just like smacked me <laughs> in my face. <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah. So yeah, I was I was talking to Pam, and I just 
and I didn't know Eto was talking to me. I was, so he just thought I was ignoring him, and he just kept asking and asking. Yeah, he was like, yeah, he was just like, kept Daddy. talking to you. And then all of a sudden, he, he just like slaps me in my face, like proper slaps. And uh, I just reacted, and I like I hit him back, <laughs> like like he was a grown adult, like yeah. he knew what he was doing. Like, I was in the wrong because he was actually trying to talk to me. I was ignoring him, and said so maybe if an adult did, an adult would probably slap me in the face too. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like served my right, but yeah, I. Just there's a lot of different experiences that teach you, um, that are teaching me that I need to be better than what I was taught. And as I work on myself and, and invest in my mind, because yeah, I'm doing a lot of things at the moment that mm-hmm. we'll talk about, um, that you can really influence your kids for the better and yeah. you can become a better person yourself. And I don't think it, it doesn't just um, pertain to what disciplining your kids. It's like with anything else in your life. Mm. Like when you're, when you're, one thing that um, that has stuck out to me since my last uh, therapy session, like she talked about how if we prioritize ourselves, mm-hmm. we then give our best versions to our kids and our spouses mm-hmm. to the rest of the world, basically. And so that means investing into our mind so that we're a happier person, so that we're a healthier person, so that we have that patience, we have um, enough yeah understanding of mm-hmm. ourselves and our triggers to know that when we're angry like not to take it out on our kids or not to take it out on our spouses but to actually yes yeah, stand back and be like what is making me angry and be angry at that and not yeah be passive aggressive yeah so it's a, it's a work on and it takes action um you have to do things um to to be present to understand yourself and um, yeah, not react off emotion. Yeah, and it's a work in progress for the both of us. Yeah, we're but, not perfect. We're not. Um, we're not saying we're perfect at this at are, all. Yeah. What are a few things that you've kind of started doing? Yep. Um. So, like with my addiction recovery from pornography, um, every day I do what's called a self care routine. So in the morning, I set aside time to to pray, um, like meditate study my scriptures and also work on like my trainings um, from my program and yeah so just that time every morning so I wake up pretty early before the boys do like I'm, I try to meditate for only five to ten minutes say my prayer and then read some scriptures and things like that and I think just being more um, yeah mindful of my thoughts because so I, I learned the other day that we have like up to 70,000 thoughts a day like we have tons of thoughts and I think, yeah, just kind of being more mindful um, and understanding my thoughts and taking time for myself every morning has helped me to recognize um, some of the flaws in my thinking and in my mind. And yeah, by no means am I perfect, but I can see myself actually improving and catching myself if I, you know, if I, if I get angry or like what triggers me. So yeah, that's a, a big part of my routine. Mm-hmm. Every morning, spending about like an hour or two on that. Mm-hmm. Cool. How about you? Um, I think other than just like having my therapy, um, with my therapist. Yeah. <laughs> I guess she, um, her name's Sharon. So I see her. Basically, I, I was seeing her a lot more regularly, a couple months ago, but. Um, recently I kind of just um, have my sessions with her when I feel like I really need it Mm -hmm. 
and something I'm learning to do too is to not wait until everything is chaotic to reach out for her help but instead yeah when I catch myself um, kind of feeling depressed or just needing help to reach out and book a session with her um, another thing that has been helping me too is like listening to podcasts mm-hmm. um, yeah just podcasts that I enjoy and that have been that like add to my mind one girl or one lady she's like a Harvard graduate and she's yeah she does a mind coaching um, podcast and she also holds mind coaching sessions if you book one but it's free and like it's called and if your mind your brain your mind something like that Mm -hmm. but she basically yeah she kind of just talks about how our brains work and what we can do to i don't know overcome triggers or overcome bad habits that we may have in our minds yeah and other than that just like i've also been reading um self-help books um especially yeah the book of courage that my sister-in-law sent me Mm -hmm. and that's been awesome and so just and also journaling i think journaling Mm -hmm. and um yeah and also reading the scriptures but mostly journaling and writing down what i've learned and also after i do that being able to um write down good things about myself like so it's more just like because my internal dialogue is always so negative i've like learned that i had to exercise it exercise positive thinking of myself Mm -hmm. by writing down affirmations Mm -hmm. and things like that and kind of make myself believe it yep and so that's one thing that oh that's a few things that have been helped that's awesome one thing that i'll add also is like exercise i remember the other day i think we had a were you arguing yeah i think we're arguing yep and yeah i just obviously i felt pretty angry and then i just went to the garage and just did a workout um, for maybe I don't know, like twenty minutes or something. Yeah, like twenty. Yeah. Yeah, and I came. I came back out, and like I apologized to Pam, and I think just that time to kind of release, I don't know, some energy and anger, whatever else. Yeah. Even going for walks, like I walk heaps, and I love walking because mm-hmm. it helps me free my mind. I'm working out. You just kind of yeah, you get away from those bad emotions and of kind of being feel like you're stuck. I think sometimes we feel like we're stuck in like those emotions of anger or jealousy or whatever else and so i think sometimes our mind just needs a bit of physical activity and so i'm learning that like all those things are connected like your spiritual emotional and physical well-being they're all interconnected somehow yeah and so you know if you're struggling physically like with your weight or something then it's your mind it's your mind and like your emotions that you need to work on you know and that's you know it goes hand in hand with the other mm-hmm. um parts of of your life yeah your mind is the driver of your body and your spirit so if you get your mind right yeah you can do anything you set your mind to Mm -hmm. and that's what they mean by that yeah and that was pretty cool um pam reminded me a few weeks ago that when we first got married we set like five-year goals Mm -hmm. like in five years we want to achieve this this and this and we would have been married five years next month next month and we've achieved all those goals yeah it's crazy. It's crazy. And like some of those goals were like some of those goals were really far fetched, very far fetched. We were just like, you know, but we wrote it down, yeah. Naive and newlyweds, and we we're just like, yeah, we want to this and this. do this. But then, looking back at it, we've done that plus a lot more. Yeah, true. 
And so, yeah, I think goal setting and putting your mind towards things that you want to achieve, like as long as you keep checking in with your mind and um, working on it, yeah, you'll get there. And, and like that's the thing too is I don't think we'll ever be perfect in our minds. No. We can just try our best. Yeah, and like you don't need money as mm-hmm. well. Like we mentioned a lot of free things like meditating, praying, mm-hmm. studying your scriptures, exercising, exercising, going for a walk. talking to like a friend. Um, but there are also things that you can pay for, like therapy. Like I also see a coach once a week. Mm. It's like a life coach, mind coach who helps me get things that I'm like some of the blind spots that I have. And that's just has been life changing as well, as well as working with Mark who's the therapist that I see once a week too and do I do his program um, and so yeah I think we've both seen the benefits of investing time and energy yeah. and a bit of money if you know if you can um, to really improve your happiness well-being and everything else yeah um, like to, I'll, I just want to touch on like the whole loving lightly thing mm. with that podcast it's just a podcast that we've listened to but um, yes like this mind coach talks about how if we, that when we invest in our minds, we can actually find happiness no matter what happens in our life. Mm-hmm. And so too many times we kind of rely on things to make us happy, like a new job to make us happy, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, a new house to make us happy. But it's actually just up to us. It's all internalized. And in order to unlock that, we've got to kind of, yeah, dig deeper into our minds. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And so, yeah, is there anything else you wanted to... No, I think that's it for this one. Yeah, so I hope that some of the things or... Yeah, yeah. and if you do, like, say, you, if there's something that you've been doing that yeah, has been true. beneficial to you, yeah, share it with us, DM us on our Instagram or comment it somewhere because we love to learn and we love to yeah, find new things mm-hmm. that can help us. Yeah, like you, we're not. We don't think that we know everything, but we just like to share what is helping us and mm-hmm. what has helped us in our own life. And I hope that it could serve you in some way. So, um, yeah, like Pam said, we would love to hear from you. Um, we always do uh, whenever you message yeah. us. Um, and so, yeah, we hope this helps and um, that you guys are doing okay. Cool. Catch you in the next one. Cool. See you in the next one. See you guys.